Hey everyone, welcome out to episode 106 of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. It's me, it's Mark. Um, at time of recording this, it is my birthday. I am now 36 years old. I know. Mm, mm. The camera doesn't pick up the gray hair, luckily. Um, if I had my better lighting set up, you'd probably be able to tell, but I don't feel like hooking up all the lights today. Uh, not a really huge episode. I'm going to be going over some new stuff I bought, new comics, and then... To talk about like my main topic, I've been thinking about it a lot lately, and I want to discuss my history with Tokusatsu, what got me into things like Kaijus, Ultraman, Common Rider, because now I'm 36, I've been thinking back at like from a Common Rider standpoint, I became a fan in 04. Uh Ultraman, knew about Ultraman as a kid, obviously Godzilla, you know, and then we had various other franchises here in the States, like Power Rangers, VR Troopers. Big Bad Beetleborgs, Superhuman Cyber Samurai Squad. Um, so I just want to talk about like cool tokusatsu stuff for an episode, plus also testing the waters of feedback when I do talk about a majority of toku topics. Because for those of you who go to my YouTube channel or are watching this on YouTube, I do a lot of toku-related videos. And there's kind of like two avenues where like my podcast and what I talk about there and then my YouTube content outside of what I'm buying, doesn't, they don't really cross over. They don't, they're, they're kind of two separate, like thematic entities. And I would like to kind of incorporate each other into more. So there's more widespread, like everything that I do is all kind of linked together. So before I get into all that, gotta go over to comic books because I'm current now. I'm current with my reading and my polls, and I'm so happy, so happy. Um, I'm gonna start off with, boom, Supermassive. Oh, the fact that you can finally see Higgins and Parrot. Those name, Kyle Higgins and Ryan Parrot. Their names next, like next, descending next to each other on a comic book cover again. I have been adamant about both of them as writers. Um, really enjoy their work, ever since. You know, Go-Go and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from Boom Studios. Shattered Grid crossover. Everything else. You know, Kyle exiting that. Ryan taking over the main Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Was Cinegrace going to Go-Go. Like, Higgins and Parrot combined. Can do no wrong. I hold them with their quality in my collection of what I like to read and pull. Up there with Donny Cates. Hickman. Like, they are, like, the duo of duos for me, personally. That's my opinion. Now, going into Power Ranger stuff. I got a lot of Power Ranger stuff. Um, obviously, Power Ranger 16, which is the end of the Eltarian War. And I believe this is Ryan's exiting Power Rangers after this. So, that, I think, I do believe that's his last issue. Um, then, because I forgot it. Or, well, I didn't forget it. My local comic book shop. Did not put it in my poll list last time so they had an extra one because they realized they're oopsies so i do have the power rangers universe number two and number three i love these covers for those of you watching on youtube those of you listening i will describe them the best of my abilities they remind me of the og forever covers they did like for a forever red cover forever blue but instead of multiple amounts there's four on the blue and five on the yellow um this is only going to be a six issue run, so I'm going to wait until 
the the whole run's done and then i'm gonna probably do a whole review of them because it's it's a short run so it's kind of like when you know contagion was out from marvel i waited until that run was done and you know sometimes when there's runs i'll pull the individual issues wait till it's done then read them um just in one sitting i i like that a lot more it's more convenient and easier for me to keep track of the story if i can read it all in one spot um unlike uh the last ronin which i have no idea what's going on with that last issue that's i have no no just i have no idea next up we have from donny cates who i just mentioned before thor number 22 this is going to be part four of the god of hammers story arc that's going on i heard donny cates is like because i meant i kind of ill-advised and in my ignorance and i recanted and retracted and corrected it i thought donny cates already left thor um the shop owner at my local comic shop said that uh he's possibly done after the god of hammers arc so i was like oh all right speaking of we're gonna keep it donny cates themed i love this cover by the way hulk number four. Oh. It's it's odd how much I've been enjoying Hulk in the last couple of years. Like I said, Immortal Hulk, Weapon H, and a shout out to Billy um, over at A Bunch of Nerds. He's the one who got me, he turned me on to uh, Weapon H and Immortal Hulk. He's like, you got to pull those, you got to read those. And I am glad he mentioned it to me because, damn, those those were some good runs. And I've never been a comic book Hulk fan fully um because a lot of comics didn't really do it for me and, you know small runs one shots this and that like good but from a longevity standpoint i never really pulled hulk so hulk has been climbing my ranks in marvel for comics and a lot of god yeah, but i've done videos on that already about my issues on marvel and then issue 35 of miles miles spider-man it's it's weird that i've been pulling this comic for almost three years now and this is a beyond tie-in and i'm just like you know i it's very curious that like as someone who pulled spider-man for years and years big fan of amazing spider-man obviously never what really was a big fan of the ultimate universe you know for me spider-man like spider-man 2099 spider-man noir those and Amazing Spider-Man, those were like my three, like, Spider-Man iterations. Uh, Miles Morales grew on me um, after watching Into the Spider-Verse. I was like, I'm curious about Miles Morales. Let me look into this more. And it just, I've been really enjoying the run. It's really good. And then the last issue I got, because now I'm current, the, pull, the halls are going to be a lot smaller. Uh, House of Slaughter 5, which is from the world of Something is Killing the Children. Um, Something is Killing the Children is... It's one of my favorite new IPs, even though it's been around for, you know, over a year now, a year and a half or so, um, from Boom Boom is like, killing it. Like, if you look at all the comics, like, I had three Marvel and one image, and then I pulled four from Boom Studios. So Boom Studios, you're getting my money because you guys are putting out quality, and I appreciate quality comic books. I will never shy away from a good comic book. Also, from my haul, which uh, you can't really see, but the comics are, I had to pick up another short box because uh, I buy a lot of comics and I filled another short box. I know from a standpoint of option choices, I could 
you know, go for long boxes. Um, but it just don't, from a space standpoint, it's just not viable to use long boxes because the short boxes, the way my closet is, I can stack them long way this way, the short boxes, and I can get a good, I could fit probably like 15 on one half of my closet. So altogether, I can fit probably like 30 long boxes in my closet or short boxes. So I don't, it's more space saving for me to do short boxes. Obviously, when I was back home on the East Coast, long boxes were my thing. But I also, then I got a plain short box. Usually I get the graphic ones, but they didn't have any that really like appealed to me. Um, and they were out of stock of the Power Ranger ones, which they're going to order me some because I have a short box, the graphics from BCW Supplies. I have the Power Ranger short box, which is full of Power Ranger comics. And I'm going to need two more because I can fill the other ones as well with Power Ranger comics. I want to keep them all like themed in their own box. Like I have a couple Spider-Man different versions of spider-man graphic uh short boxes that are just spider-man comics it's a lot easier for me to organize them that way down the road though i do want to get the plastic ones from bcw so i can actually have the tabs like with the names on them uh, a lot more protective and in case you know from a like a, just a sturdy solid box compared to the regular boxes so i will be getting those plastic ones i do have to get one uh for the all my uh, like my my slabbed comics my grade which is terms for graded comics because right now i have them all just on shelves in my closet and some laying down in the bottom of my bookshelf and i was like i need to organize all my graded comics and i would like to have them in something that's really going to protect them so the cases don't get cracked or anything like that because that would be annoying and yeah so uh video games uh, for those watching, yes, this is the DMV Sloth from Zootopia, my coffee mug. So for video games, uh, I'm kind of taking a break from Legends uh, Arceus just because I don't want to get burnt out on it. And Nintendo just freaking announced Pokemon Violet and or Scarlet and Violet, which is coming out this end of this year. Um, not going to talk about that. That's going to be for a video on its own. We're going to talk about the Pokemon game situation with just the oversaturation of Pokemon games and how I think this is going to be detrimental in the long run. And so I haven't really, haven't really been playing anything on the Switch. Uh, Triangle Strategy is coming out at the end of the week, which is from the same developers who did Octopath Traveler. But instead of it being that type of game, it's going to be strategy, like RPG based. And I have been hyped for that, so I cannot wait. Then in the following week, we have W2K22, which I am all on board for. I have it pre-ordered for on multiple platforms because I'm going to play the shit out of that game. And I'm definitely going to stream it. So uh, really, I've been dabbling in Lost Ark. But I decided to revisit a game, which I have talked about countless. This is one of my game of the years when it came out. This is my most played outside of a massive RPG, like a Disgaea or Hyperdimension. One of my most played non-RPG games or MMOs is this War of Mine. And I played the shit out of it and platinum it on PlayStation. I've been playing the crap out of it on the Switch. And I finally started playing on Steam, which I'm going to be streaming. I just love that game. 
um, given what's going on in the world and the timing, um, it's, there, there's no correlation between the two of why I'm playing that game. It's just one of those games where it's like I always revisit it constantly. I On all platforms combined, I pr easily have about six. No, I probably have like 800 hours in that game. I just, it's, it's such a good game. I love everything about it. I'm going to be streaming it a lot because I'm very good at it but also it's just one of those games that's it's a it's a gem it really is it's one of those games where i'm like wow this and you get attached to the characters there's no actual voiceovers or anything but like the bios update every day for how they're feeling you you really feel for these characters after a while that you have taken over and taken control of their lives in a war-torn country and it's actually really good, and I suggest. And it's on sale on Steam. They're doing proceeds towards uh, Ukraine, which is cool. But like I said, none of that had any weight on me playing it again. Because so we're getting it. You know, the day it came out on PlayStation, that's I think it came out in like 20, 2017? Yeah, twenty seventeen. So it's like I've been playing that game for five years almost. Yeah, because no, because I was in the studio apartment when it came out, and then uh, that was before upgraded to the one bedroom so yeah it had to be 2017 so i played i've been playing that again that's been my uh just it's just a, it's a it's a great game i can't say enough good things about it and then let's see am i playing anything else no no i'm not because i mean i do want to go back and play rune factory 4 on the switch i do want to finish that because rune factory 5 is coming out on the 22nd of march but i just i don't know like i don't have time to dedicate to going through a rune factory game right now also i got a haircut because i looked like a bum for a while and yeah so on to merch because we got to talk about merch it uh, I was like it's Mark's merch minute, but I have so much stuff. It's gonna take more than a minute, and I don't even have everything. Actually, let me move over here for those of you listening. I'm sorry, I'm far away. I had to go. Cause I started organizing my shelves more. I got more risers. I'm trying to really clean up because you know extending the lease. I'm like you know what? I'm gonna get this area done. I'm gonna be building some things that you know for my displays that I should have built a while ago but i wanted to wait and now i'm like i'm not gonna wait so i'm gonna be putting up some details all the the whole area for those of you watching everything behind me and everything is gonna be changed within the, like the next two months um it's gonna be slow with my work schedule and then traveling so i'm gonna be chipping away at reorganizing and remodeling this area so uh i went to book off and they were doing a sale on um funko pops Anyone who knows, knows I did not buy into the Funko Pop craze. I was able to avoid it, like the plague, which was good, because obviously that's that's a very expensive habit. And that's saying a lot for me, someone who orders a lot of stuff from Japan and Toku stuff, which I'll get into. So, But they were running a deal, and for $3 each, I got Alien Balton and Kenagon from Ultraman. So I just need... A regular Ultraman, and I have all of the Ultraman Funko Pops. Uh, the reason why I need the regular Ultraman is because I have the Glow in the Dark one, and yeah, these are going to be taken out of the box once I get um, stuff set up for my display. Because 
uh, just un like my Ultraman shelf, you can clearly see right behind me is full. And I still have more Ultraman stuff to put up. I still have more Blu-rays and DVDs and manga and figures. But I have no space on the Ultraman shelf because the shelf below is on my NECA Toonie Terrors, which I am now officially two characters behind. And then once I get them, I will have a complete Toonie Terror set. And I'm really excited for that because I love those so much. But uh, the main thing I spent money on, besides manga, is... I bought a lot of nano blocks this weekend. It was bad. Um, so I went to a few places. Um, altogether, the places I went to was uh, FYE and random. That wasn't, I had to check FYE because sometimes they do like deals on like a lot of the horror stuff. And, you know, that's where I'll get some stuff. But I don't usually, you know, because they're right next, right down the same side of the mall as my comic book store. And so between um, FYE, uh, Barnes and Noble, and where else did I go? I went one more place. FYE, uh, Barnes and Noble, and I can't remember where the other place I went was. Oh, that's going to give me a headache. I forgot. But I went to three different stores. And I bought a whole bunch of nano blocks. Uh, since I've been on an anime kick, watching Demon Slayer, which I'm almost, you know, very far into that, and I've been reading the manga as well, I picked up some of the 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 nano blocks for Demon Slayer. So I got, um, uh, Inosuke, and then I got Zenitsu, and then we got Tanjiro, obviously. I will be getting the full set, but those are the only three they had in stock. Those were from Barnes and Noble. Then I also got some more starters. We got Piplup and Chirtwig. Then I got Lucario, Greninja, and Articuno. So obviously, from a Nanoblock standpoint, my display cases are about to be full, and I'll have to buy a third one <laughs> when they're back in stock on Amazon. Um, I decided from a YouTube standpoint, like, you know, March Madness, instead it's going to be March Nanoblock Madness. So I have already, like, three Nanoblock videos that went up since, the like, 26th of February, and I have about 11 more videos already recorded and good to go. And then on top of those, which is another 10, plus I have, you know, the Sobble that I talked about before that I got from Bluefin, and I have two more Kamen Rider ones. So realistically, I'm looking at 11 more, so that's 22 Nanoblock videos for the whole entire month of March. And it's all going to culminate with the last, I, uh, I already have it. Because I'm going to be traveling the end of March, so I'm going to have to have it filmed ahead of time. It's scheduled to go live. I will be doing a full overview of my whole entire Nanoblock collection. The best places to buy them, my favorite sets, and just tips and everything else. It's going to be a massive Nanoblock video. So March, Nanoblock Madness is the thing. So that's, that's, that's it for merch. Um, obviously little things too, like I bought a couple digital games and, you know, I've been just... Dilly dally. It was my lady's birthday last week. 
uh, which is kind of funny because like you have Valentine's Day on the 14th, her birthday is the 21st, and mine's the 28th, so it's like each Monday in a row it was something, and yeah. So, and she bought me some manga, which was really cool because she doesn't know anything about manga or she doesn't like anime or anything like that. And she went out of her way to like find manga for me. And I was like, okay, I appreciate that. that that's nice. I, I, that's, that's cool. I can't, can't fault that, you know? So, um, you know, I'm 36 now. It's, I don't feel any different, honestly. Like, I know people are like, oh, I'm turning 30, or oh, I'm 25 now. So I'm 36, and I don't feel any different. Like, I, the progression of me as a person, both internally, physically, and this and that, like, I've been, like, kind of batting a thousand the last couple of years, you know? Um, from a health standpoint, I feel like the healthiest I've been in a long time. Parent standpoint, clean cut, look nice. I was like, oh, wow, I was like, I went from this goob to this. I was like, okay, I'm still a goob, don't get me wrong, but at least I'm more confident and comfortable with how I look. And Toku. Uh, I was thinking about like things. I was like, oh, do I just go over like, you know, how the 30 years of me collecting comics? And I was like, ah, oh, that's been done. I was like, but like I said in the beginning, I want to like kind of bridge the gap of my YouTube content and my podcast and talk about Toku stuff more. I do enjoy like a majority of my time when i'm not doing something with my lady or this and that like i ingest a lot of toku content and i still do like anime and tv shows like when you really think about how much stuff i'm into like i'm really proud of how i'm able to balance everything on top of making youtube videos and you know doing the thumbnails and editing and a podcast and then audio editing and video editing like so i'm like oh man i'm doing pretty good with the balance of everything um so uh, I'm not going to get too deep into the Power Ranger stuff because I've done that before. Uh, I'm going to talk mainly like Japanese side of things like Super Sentai, Ultraman, Kamen Rider, Metal Hero, which I'm not the most knowledgeable on, and how we did get counterparts of it. So obviously, grew up as a kid, born in 86, you know, I was five or six when Power Rangers came around. And obviously that was you know, a big part that got me into the superheroes and suits. And then it led to, you know, other things because we had, you know, VR troopers and everything else that got brought over and westernized, as I like to say, or adapted. And Godzilla was like my first real introduction to big monsters, big old meaty, big meaty kaijus. If anyone watches some of my YouTube videos or follows me on Twitter, I'm coining the phrase big meaty kaijus. That's that's it. And. I think it was like fifth or sixth grade on the bus. Friend Jake of mine was just like, you know, it was right before 98. It was around 97, 98. Because, no, it had to be 98 because we were playing Pokemon on our Game Boys, our big fat boy Game Boys with the link cable to trade because I needed a Golem and a Gengar. And we were talking, he was like, I was like, man, these things are cool this night. He's like, yeah, you should check out Godzilla if you like big like, monsters and this and that. And I'm like, Godzilla, what is this? And, you know, we're, we live near each other. We're on the same school bus. He's like, yeah, come over sometime. We'll, like, you know, check those out. Because we also, this is around time, um, we were, I was getting into Magic the Gathering. Uh, the Ice Age expansion just came out right before 7th edition. And so we, you know, I went over. We are playing some Magic. And he's like, brings out the box of VHS tapes. He's like, yeah, let's watch this. And I'm like, what's that? He's like, it's Godzilla. I'm like, ooh. 
Godzilla. I am intrigued. Let me see this meaty kaiju. I didn't say that actually because I didn't know what a kaiju was. And that's not even how I talked back then. I actually don't remember how I talked. Probably sounded a little more high-pitched than this. A little, I don't know. That's besides the point. That's neither here nor there. So we watched, uh, you know, uh, Godzilla and Space Godzilla. And then we watched Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. And I was hooked. And this, you know, after that, you know, I'm home the next couple of days. Like, this started a trend where I was like, there's this mom and pop movie store called Movie Gallery in my town. And I was like, I want to go to Movie Gallery. Mom's like, why? I'm like, I want to I want rent a movie. I want to rent something. And she's like, what do you want to rent? I'm like, Godzilla. And she's like, oh, all right. So we were renting Godzilla. So I was going over. I was getting like Godzilla vs. Mothra, regular Godzilla, freaking just all of them. And I could not like stop. And then this is around the time. You know, this is early, and then, you know, obviously the U.S. Godzilla happened, and in my youth, I didn't know any better, but this still, like, fed into me going out and renting more Godzilla films. I had to find the toys, and it's it's been like that ever since. I mean, you can't, for those of you watching or even listening, you can't see it, but on the summer desk, I got my nice NECA Shin Godzilla right there on display underneath my second monitor. And I have, you know, the whole, you've seen the videos, I have the whole NECA Godzilla movie reel line. Um, I don't have them on display. I put them all back in their boxes for now, because I, with the tails and everything else, it's like, ah, oh, man, I don't know how I'm supposed to display all these. So I put them all back in their boxes, along with the King Kong ones I had. And, yeah, so ever since then, it's just like, I love Godzilla. Godzilla is, you know, great. And then, you know, MonsterVerse stuff. I mean, I've reviewed Godzilla vs. Kong. That just came out, you know, last year. And then, you know, from a tokusatsu standpoint, there's also Ultraman. Ultraman, I discovered early on, on accident. Because uh, being a Power Ranger fan and going to movie gallery and getting my Godzilla films constantly, I was just like, I want more stuff like this. And then I like, here, check this out. And they had VHS for uh, Ultraman. And they then eventually, when, you know, DVDs were becoming a thing in the early to mid 2000s like 2000 you know one two and three and stuff like that like i was renting the dvds and i liked the idea of the superhero who when a monster would attack would get larger and then fight them and i always thought that was cool it reminded me of you know they did that a few times in power rangers and super sentai when they had you know the that once in a while they had an episode where like the rangers got big and i was like oh that's that, that's weird but cool um so ultraman and since then and obviously you know outside of renting one like they weren't as easily accessible as they are now uh obviously when i get into comedy i'll talk about my means of obtaining things but in recent years thanks to people like mill creek uh you know entertainment we've been able to get blu-rays and dvds and that's been feeding into my ultraman love i have actually watched all but one of my sets that are over there the only one i didn't watch was ultraman taro but i have watched everything else i've bought in and it's you know ultraman is out of everything i love Kamen Rider. i love godzilla but ultraman has a special place 
in my heart as something that I love of tokusatsu. I mean, in recent years, post-Ultimate, like X and Z, I know Trigger was... It happened. It was good. It wasn't the best. I would say to introduce Ultraman to the West, Ultraman Trigger probably wouldn't be one I would recommend. I would probably go with Ultraman Orb, Ultraman Geed even. Honestly, from a humor standpoint and nice storytelling, I'd probably... I recommend Ultraman RB to more people than anything. I'm just like, check out Ultraman RB. And all these Blu-rays are on Amazon. Prime shipping. Uh, the full seasons and the movies are included, and they usually don't run above $24. Uh, sometimes we might get them on sale, get them for like 17 to 18 bucks. It's worth it. Like if you, you know, and I tell everyone, if you ever want Ultraman suggestions, just ask me. Just let me know. I will gladly, I'm not, as much as I joke on Twitter, especially in my last episode, some people weren't too happy when I was talking about gatekeeping and tokusatsu and gatekeeping the trash out. And I'm like, well, I wasn't really gatekeeping. I was just rebuttaling a douchebag. Um, I'm always open to being like, hey, you want to get an Ultraman? I, you tell me, like, you just tell me some of your favorite styles of like shows and storytelling, and I will pick an Ultraman season that will probably really get you into it. Like, that's. You know how confident I am because there, there, there's similarities in the suits, but you can tell the differences if you're a fan. But every story is different to an extent where there's something for everybody. There really is. So Ultraman, even now, like Ultraman is just, I, I mean, you know, I saw I bought I bought pop vinyls for Ultraman. I don't buy Funko Pops outside of uh, the Dragon Ball Z ones I have. I mean, I couldn't say no to a Daddy Amcha pop vinyl. Like, that was hilarious. But, yeah, I never really got into Funko Pop. So, I mean, obviously, because it's Ultraman, I'm going to get it. I love Ultraman. So, uh, the main tokusatsu, obviously, if you've watched any of my YouTube videos, is Kamen Rider. And, obviously, my chair's blocking it. But, all these shells behind me. I got a whole bunch of Kamen Rider stuff. And that's not even everything. That's just what I have displayed. And I have a lot of stuff in boxes because when you buy stuff from Bluefin, they send you big boxes and those big boxes hold a lot of stuff in those big boxes. So a lot of my big boxes have a lot of DX belts in them. I uh, can't display them all because the Dizes are out of stock. Hopefully they go in stock soon. If anyone from Bluefin is watching this, can you please put the display Dizes 2.0 back in stock preferably the black ones like the white ones i don't hate okay i don't hate the white dies but they show dust a little bit more i want the black display dies 2.0 so if you could you know put those back in stock i will buy them because i need them i have literally over 20 belts and i'll have two dies see the problem there's a problem there we need to fix it bluefin Wait, who says call me, by the way? I don't know why. Okay, you know, it's 2022. Just DM me. Email me. Like, you can at me if that's what the young kids are saying nowadays. I don't care. Just Bluefin. I need, I need some more display dies. And Team Rider USA, I need some display dies. And we need some more Common Rider Blade stuff. But that's besides the point. I'll get into that now. So, the year is 2004. I've heard of Kamen Rider before. We had an adaptation in the 90s called Mast Rider. And it was a show. 
It was a show. It happened. We can just move away from that. And so with the, you know, 2004, the Internet's the Internet. Uh, obviously, things like LimeWire around Napster was a thing and dwindling, but there's a lot of Internet websites. And thanks to the Internet being where it was, you could find more access to things more international shows that would be subtitled because at the time we had you know the we had good internet but like from a tv standpoint we had satellite and i had an international channel so you know i've talked about this in the past with anime and this and that when you know i couldn't sleep or anything like that, i'd sneak in the living room turn on the tv keep the volume low and even when we had just started the frieza saga frieza saga in dragon ball z in the united states with the dub I was watching the Boo Saga in Japan and you know, like the tournament power, like, or not tournament power. The, the great Saiyan was just now ending going into the Majin Saga and everything else. And I was like, Oh, you guys are, you guys are in for a treat. You know, when you guys, I was like, I don't know how far ahead I am, but Vegeta's evil again. And they're like, no, he doesn't go evil again. He's a good guy. And like, Okay. I was like, sure. Sure, Kevin. So, you know, the internet, and I would see stuff come on. There was like sometimes a common Rider and, you know, some Ultraman. A lot of Super Sentai, but I was like, oh, this is... Uh, in my ignorance, mind you, mind you, this is like, I'm 12 at the time when I, like, before, you know, this is me just explaining the international, I was 12 at the time, so, like, I didn't know any better. I'm like, oh, this is Power Rangers in a different language. I was like, they they really, Power Rangers really is international. My ignorance as a 11 to 13-year-old thinking that we created Power Rangers here and other countries were using our stuff, and I'm like, now I'm just like, oh, that's what really happened? Okay. So... Fast forward, 2004. You know, I'm, you know, looking for, I'm just out of high school and, you know, going to college, working. At the time, I'm, I was working at, like, a, a sandwich shop full-time, and then I was also working at GameStop part-time and going to school full-time because I had to pay for school. I had to pay for books. I had, I needed money, you know, and I had a video game addiction. So, uh... You know, I'm looking on the internet and, you know, I like to, I used to always try and find anime to watch because there wasn't like a Funimation app. There wasn't Crunchyroll. So my option were to go to like a Sam Goody or an FYE and I would have to spend, you know, at the time for DVDs, like 60 to $80 for seasons. And I was like, no, I'm just going to see if I can find these on the internet. I mean, I can find music and songs on the internet. I should be able to find TV shows, right? I was right. So, I don't even know what anime I was trying to find. I think I was trying to find Maharomatic, which was an anime my friend Shane got me into. And we, like, binge-watched it, and it was so good. And I was trying to find it, because I didn't want to buy it. And I was able to not find it. Instead, somehow I found Kamen Rider by mistake. And it was a little show called Kamen Rider Blade, which, if you follow me on social media, talk about Blade a lot. Same when... You know, with Kaiju Carl, co-host of Tokudan podcast, was on an episode with him. He had me on as a guest and talked about Blade a lot. I like Blade. Blade is my favorite commoner. It's one of the ones that got me into it. So I'm sitting here on a 
website I won't mention with very inappropriate pop-ups popping up like crazy. No pop-up blockers back then. You had to click the X on each one. And if you were slightly off on the X, it would open up like five more pop-ups. My screen literally looked like those collages you made as a kid cutting out magazine clippings and like gluing on poster board. That's what my computer screen looked like. And computers aren't what they were now. Okay, that was using a lot of RAM. My computer was 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 screaming. My computer's just like, why are you doing this to me? Like, can't you just get viruses the good old way by watching porn? Like, why are you just trying to watch anime? So, close on the box. And this thing, it's like Kamen Rider Blade, episode one. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. Let me click on it. And I got like 10 minutes into this. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck this is. And I want it. Like, I want to watch more of this. And I thought it was like a full show that was already out. I didn't realize these were fan subs. And the show just came out. So it was new. So I was like... Okay, and then, you know, there was no Google. I think I was, like, on Ask Jeeves or, like, Dogpile or something like that. And I'm just like, let me figure out what this show is, when it airs, when I can find it, when new episodes pop up. And luckily, I found a place where I could download the episodes. So I was able to download each episode every week. It got to the point where between my work schedule and school, I found time to get the new episode every week. And I had a little folder. And back then, you know, you didn't have hard drives like now, like two terabytes, solid state drives, this and that. I was actually taking an every, um, I had a DVD rewritable um, drive. So I would get rewritable DVDs and I would keep adding the file on there. I wouldn't burn it as a watchable DVD. I was using it as a file. So I put one more on there, one more on there. And I would do that and keep them all to save up space. And it was one of those things where I was like, I was hooked. And I was like, I can't, you know. Then I started finding like messaging boards and like Yahoo, like chat rooms and that where people who are Toku fans. And I wish I was more consistent in that time frame. But with school and everything else, I wasn't because like I made some good friends in those message boards. I don't remember my username back then, honestly, but I was making pretty cool friends back then. And you know, talk and like it was just cool to like find these other people who loved Common Rider, just like me, and then also being really friendly to someone who just now got into it and only been watching it for like a couple months, you know. And you know, I think where I'm at now with content creating and collecting and like that kind of started it because a lot of people don't know is there was a time frame where like comic books i was reading here and there but like from video games and nerdiness standpoint there was like a block where like none of that was happening in my life i was really focused on athletics and you know i thought being in a small town in connecticut my way out was sports uh, obviously had a really bad knee injury surgery never really fully physically got back to where i was and that time frame of, and surgeries back then weren't like they are now so i was in a wheelchair for a while then crutches and it was a long recovery. And that's the time frame when I got back into video games and watching like anime and figures and stuff like that. And, you know, it was kind of like a blessing in disguise, so to speak, I guess. Cause you know, getting back into video games is not like, I don't think I'd be where I am now if I didn't get injured. And, you know, so Kamen Rider, like the last 18 years like i don't i haven't watched every season consistently 
I think in the last four or five years, I've been very like consistent with watching every season. Uh, going back and watching more, I have a external that has every season, every movie, every B cinema, every stage show on it. So I have basically a complete library of everything Common Rider. Same with uh, I started getting into the more Super Sentai stuff recently in like the last year and a half or so, or two years. But Common Riders, from a Toku standpoint, that's like my bread and butter now. Uh, I love it. Yeah, that's why I have so much merch for it. It, you know, it's, you know, it's been there. Uh, you know, the last two years were rough for a lot of people. You know, outside of having my, you know, my lady, and this and that, you know, to kind of keep me in check and level-headed and not going off the deep end since you know the last two years with, you know, getting furloughed and then, you know stay home orders and all this other crap that's been going on like i will attribute you know besides video games a lot of tokusatsu stuff kept me occupied kept me busy distracted that that you know i forgot what the term was you know but it kept you know it gave me that that fictional place to like that 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 entertainment to kind of just take a break from the world and just enjoy some entertainment. And you know, that's why in the last two years, my content has shifted to Toku a lot more because I had the time to really fall in love with it. Like I said, I still was watching it, you know, not consistently, but it wasn't until the last two years where I've just been like deep, deep balls, deep in it. And yeah, it's been, it's been good. It's been good. You know, 18 years of watching Kamara, like, that's a lot. Like, I didn't even watch Power Rangers for that long. Like, I, once they went in space, like, in Lost Galaxy, I stopped watching after those. And then I got back in for, like, Super Mega Force. And I was like, yeah, and Mega Force. I was like, it wasn't bad. And then most recently with Dino Fury, like, good show. Good show, but I, Kamen Rider has been consistent. Ultraman not as much because the sh seasons are shorter and i outside of buying the blu-rays i'm waiting for more stuff to just get released so i on physical media for me so i can have it in my collection and watch it that way i find it easier to just sit on the couch pop in a blu-ray and just binge watch that's like for me a lot easier to do and yeah it's like totally like i get it I'm an old head, so to speak, in the Toku community. Uh, I'm older. I've been a fan for almost longer than a lot of people have been alive who are fans. And some of them are even like, were like four or five when I was getting into it. Like I'm, uh, like I made the joke on Twitter, like I'm the cool older uncle of the Toku community. I don't have a big following. Uh, that's because I kind of sort of, don't like social media. If you go back and watch old or listen to older episodes, I did a whole one called is anti-social media thing. That's, you know, still true to me. Like I, I don't dive into fandoms. I keep to myself. I'll tweet with people and this and that, but like, I don't, I'm not a deep entrenched in a lot of fandoms. And the Toku one is such a hit or miss with, 
good people, bad people, bad takes, just crap you're going to find on there. So I was like, nope, I just navigate it how I want to. It is cool, but in the, the time frame, I've met a lot of cool content creators in the toku scene. Uh, people like Kaiju Carl, who I mentioned, uh, Pronhorn Heroes, and I was on, like, Fee and Jam, I was on their uh, Heroes Homemade Cooking show, which, phenomenal, they are my favorite content creators in the toku space. They do wonderful things. Then we got Hockley's, who is beyond entertainment and, or beyond entertaining. He does things that, honestly, aren't your normal reaction reviews or merch announcements he's doing creative and hilarious videos in the toku space which is why he's successful and why he has the following he has because it's much deserved the quality is there and also the live streams uh gem and hockley's have a podcast the tokusatsu world tour which is great i'll lurk when they're streaming it and then i wait and i watch the youtube video but they're doing wonderful things. And that's the cool thing about the Toku community. It's like you meet people. Like there's uh, a little creator. I don't say little, but you know. Uh, called Sergeant Hooked on Henshins. Who I think is just. No pun intended on prawn horns. But a gem in this community. Uh, it's. He's a prime example of. You don't need a flashy setup. You don't need all this merch behind you. You don't need all this catchiness and outlandish thumbnails to lure people in. You got passion and love for a product and a franchise, and you can see it in his expressions. You can hear it in his voice. When he talks about things, he loves tokusatsu. And I'm just like, more people need to be like that, that are in this space, honestly. Cause so many people will just do video essays and be whiny and not just enjoy things for enjoying them and just taking things at face value. And the whole video essay thing is not a shot at anyone directly, but apparently I'm an old head, so that kind of gives it away. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, it's, it's a thing. Uh, but yeah, Toku's been, you know, so so entertaining and i'm i'm really enjoying it like the merch i was gonna go over merch but i'm actually working on a video going over my complete collection that's gonna be a long video that's gonna be longer than this episode that's why i was like i'm not going over my whole entire collection like that is too much i will say this out of all all the ultraman stuff i have this christmas present from my lady is still my favorite like this is my favorite in my collection I don't think anything will top that unless I get the other two. Unless she buys me the other two, then I'm like, oh, all three of them. I love them equally. But yeah, that's that's really for Toku. Um, yeah, I, it's just it's you know it's just the the genre I love, you know. But that has been it for episode 106 of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. Guess what? For those of you watching on YouTube, there's a red button right there. Hit subscribe. Comment what your favorite tokusatsu show is or character or favorite common writer. Just comment below and let me know. When it, for those of you who are listening, uh, thank you for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hit the little subscribe button. Leave me a little five-star review. Because literally, my top review, because I don't have that many, is still from Daryl from the Loop Bros. You know, good friend Daryl, who's been on the show a few times. I've been on Loop Bros a few times. Saying that I am a tribute show 
to the loot bros and this is slander because obviously everyone at the loot bros is trying to be like me you know i'm just saying i'm just joking but if you uh your name mark podcast is everywhere you can find podcasts it is on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spotify podbean pod republic pod site number whatever and also iHeartRadio. and if you want to see where you can find all your podcasting listening platforms i host my podcast on anchor.fm so you can go to anchor.fm slash a n n m podcast and then you can click the links all the stuff's in the description of the podcast but you click that link and it'll bring you to my main page hub and you can see all of the different platforms that's available on um obviously the youtube video has video format um i'm working on some other things uh i got some merch down the line it's not just like under name mark logo like actual merch with different designs of other things and this and that working on that that's been a slow burn um which is why when i did that other episode i did get my you know a new drawing tablet for my computer so i've been working on a lot of stuff there reteaching myself drawing because a couple years ago i had double carpal tunnel surgery and it kind of it's not the same. I do have kind of like a shaky hand, so I'm kind of, you know, relearning. Ooh, coffee. But yeah, so yeah, just, you know, that's really it. I thank you guys for watching or listening to episode 106 of the Mark Podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm a nerd.